Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show, Elliot Tobe. Elliot is the president of International Home Marketing Group. Elliot, it's great to have you on the show once again. Great. Thanks, Andrew. Always a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, Elliot, I know you just flew in. Uh, why don't you fill everybody in where you were, what you're doing, and what you've been up to these days? I know you're a very busy man. Uh, yeah, busy, I think, is sometimes an understatement. Uh, yeah, woke up, uh, I was in New York City this morning, uh, finishing some meetings down there. I've been running back and forth on a couple different projects. And uh, most you know, a lot of stuff that, that we're going to be actually talking about coming up. So, yeah, it's been a long day so far. Love New York City, though. Absolutely love New York City. So, but it's good to be back home. Good to be home in your own bed tonight. Is uh, is Toronto becoming New York? I mean, what's your feeling on the Toronto-New York kind of comparison that everyone likes to make? You've been spending a lot of time in New York. What do you think? I think there's a direct correlation to New York, and I look at some of the different neighborhoods as well and correlate that as well. I think Toronto is Manhattanizing uh, in a bit. It's just with all the high-rise that we're doing as really the true form of living, it, you know, it brings that to it. And, you know, the, the comparisons, I love New York, but I think I love Toronto more than anything else in the world. I think it has the best of all those aspects from, you know, the food and the entertainment and the architecture and the freedoms that we enjoy and the open spaces, something that New York doesn't necessarily have. Uh, I think there's, you know, it is the cleanliness that we have here. So it's, uh, as much as I love New York, I wouldn't trade Toronto uh, for anything. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> um, and yeah, obviously you've been in New York a lot with uh, dealing with uh, Nobu and, and we want to talk about Nobu, Nobu residences. It's, everybody's talking about it. Of course, want to learn as much as we can here on the show. But before we do that, last time we spoke was right before Home Condos, which was launched uh, in November. And so why don't you sort of fill us in again on how did the launch of home condos go and what's been happening in the market over the last six months since then? Okay. Uh, well, home by great golf, I mean, a tremendous success, uh, for them and for us. It, uh, we have not sold out like a lot of buildings that have come and blown out. We have not sold out, but that was on purpose, uh, in, in the strategy and thinking. So there are still suites available at this moment in time. It is very limited. Uh, and we will continue to release throughout. But the project was exceptionally well-received. That part of town, especially the, the Eastern Block uh, and its change, uh, price point, architecture, design, everything, people went crazy for it. And actually tomorrow night uh, is the Build Awards, uh, Sales and Marketing Awards for the new home industry. And home is up for a whole bunch of awards, including the coveted project of the year. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow's events and hopefully great golf and we'll get to share in taking a trophy home tomorrow. Amazing. Well, congratulations. I didn't realize that. That's uh, that's a very uh, big honor to be nominated for project of the year. Um, what uh, the market's just been, been crazy. I mean, what's it been like? from your perspective um, and where do you sort of see the market going for the second half of this year? So where, like what's been happening in the market for the last six months uh, from your perspective and where do you see the market going over the next six months, the second half of the year? 
Well, I mean, looking back, when I look at 2016, which for International was an exceptionally successful year for the amount of units that we did and the dollar volume, for a sales perspective, we're actually just edging ahead of where we were last year at this time as far as units sold. But the biggest difference for me is normally at any one point between all of our builders' projects, we'd have hundreds and hundreds of units, sometimes over a 1,000 units in inventory, you know, available to purchase. At this point, I'm down to, I think, just over 200. So that's when, like, everything is selling. Projects are, the cycle is just so different. We used to come out and we'd expect it to be six months to 18 months to sell out a project. Now it seems like it's six days to to get it done. So, you know, and then I haven't seen that slow down and being in the high-rise side and the low-rise side, uh, it's all been the same. Everything that we've been launching, the demand has been furious. I just can't seem to quench everybody's appetite for units. And even with all those announcements from the government last week, I haven't seen a slowdown. Like talking to you and our, you know, a lot of our consultants out there and the agents that we deal with, nobody's seen a real slowdown. So I think it's going to continue throughout the year. I just don't think the biggest thing is we don't have the amount of projects coming out that we used to. Uh, so I think the supply side is a little bit, uh, I mean, there's just not enough inventory out there. Yeah. We're seeing a lot fewer projects, especially in the downtown core. And like you said, normally there's a lot of just standing inventory units available for sale at, at various projects that are 40, 50, 60% sold out around the city. So, okay, if you missed out on the new launch, that's okay. You can you can go next door and they've got units available, somebody else over here, somebody else over there. But right now, if you're a buyer and you're out there looking, uh, it's, it's crazy. There's just nothing to buy anywhere. I know. And the numbers that we're seeing and the dollar, like the price that people are paying for projects is also, it's unprecedented. The one thing that I you know, that I think and I hope that these new rules will do, and nobody knows exactly what's going to happen, uh, is just kind of slow down the appreciation and value. I'm all for appreciation. That's why we get into this. We get in to make money, uh, build on our equity. But I was not happy with how quickly prices have been elevating. I think it's, uh, I'm hoping that we were a little bit more slow and steady going forward. Absolutely, that would that would be a, a healthier thing for for everyone. Um, let's jump into Nobu now. Um, so, what is Nobu exactly? For people who don't know, tell us what Nobu is. What does the brand uh, represent? And, and well, I guess we'll start with the company first. What is Nobu? Okay, so first off, Nobu is a real person, uh, a, a gentleman. Uh, who, you know, as a chef, started a restaurant 25 years ago uh, on the west coast of uh, the United States, California. Uh, you know, people loved the restaurant. They gravitated to it. Uh, famous people always started showing up. And probably one of the, the most famous who came in and loved it all those, you know, a quarter century ago was Robert De Niro. And along with him and a couple other, you know, Hollywood heavyweights said, if you ever want to come to New York, because, you know, De Niro is New York's town, uh, I'll back you, we'll back you, do whatever you want to do. And so that business arrangement, you know, came together. 
And over the last 25 years, the restaurants uh, have grown to over 30 of them throughout the world. Uh, you know, Asia, the United States, South America, the Caribbean, uh, throughout the United States, and now finally coming to Canada. During their history as well, they've also done hotels. And there's uh, just, uh, I believe it's 15 hotels at the moment. And again, throughout the world, major centers from Malibu to Miami, uh, Hong Kong, uh, over in the, in the Arab Emirates, uh, down south, and finally coming to Toronto as well. Uh, now, with this project, it's the first time that they're going to do a branded residence as well. So not only is Toronto, it's going to be the first of its kind for NOFU, uh, residence, hotel, and restaurant all in one. Wow. So it's a world first for a Nobu branded residence. You've got the hotels, you've got the restaurants around the world. Um, this is the first residence branded Nobu in the world. That's very cool. And it's here in Toronto. Um, you've been spending a lot of time with the brand and, and with the folks behind the company. Um, I'm sure you've been having lunch with De Niro every week and, uh, <laughs> So what, what does the brand mean to you? Like, how do you personally describe it? Like when you are trying to communicate to somebody, you know, this is what Nobu's all about. This is what makes it unique amongst the other sort of luxury brands that are out there. What does it mean to you? I mean, first off for me, this is, you know, you always say like a dream come true or something. I mean, my first experience with Nobu goes back 20 years ago, just as a person who enjoys dining uh, being in Las Vegas, I'd heard tremendous things about this restaurant. And it was the first time I ever walked in and was absolutely blown away by it. And over the years, have uh, been fortunate enough to try Nobu's in various locations. It's always been, you know, elegantly stated. Um, there's a comfort level to it. it you, you go in there and everything just makes you feel welcome. It, there's that Japanese simplistic... Uh, you know, elegance to it. So I think in when they've also been able to do the hotels and the restaurants, like everything seems to flawlessly blend together. Uh, there's a high level of service. There's an attention to detail. Um, everything seems to have its place. So it's just, and you don't realize that till you come through, like just, you know, a lot of times you go out, you go to a restaurant, you come out, you just, you know, weren't satisfied. Something seemed off. Something seemed wrong. These experiences have all been, you know, encompassing from the time you walk through the door to the time you leave. And it is, it's just, it's a very comfortable, enjoyable, memorable experience. And I think that's going to translate to what we're doing here as well. Mm. Wow. Um, let's talk about the location for the project itself. Uh, Mercer Street what is special about this location? What, uh, why was this location selected to be the first Nobu in Toronto? Uh, well, first off, you know, we're on Mercer Street. Mercer's not, right, it's not a large street by any means. It actually just runs between one block, Blue Jay Way and John Street, uh, just south of King. So you're smack dab in the entertainment district. It is a phenomenal location being downtown for its accessibility to everything, whether you want to go to the Sky Dome for a baseball game, to the ACC to see your favorite sports teams, the Raptors are playing tonight, so we let's hope they win. Um, 
and then you're in the entertainment district, the restaurants, the nightlife, uh, plus you're close to the financial course. So the location has everything. You walk out the door, just head block up to the east, you're in the path system to the subway. Uh, you can avoid our Canadian winters. And uh, everything's down there. Like, it is just an absolutely phenomenal location. And with that street being non-traffic, uh, there's a major heritage uh portion to it they're gonna the developers will be cobblestoning that street at the very end and if you've looked at any of the teaser videos with the girl walking on the cobblestones that's intentional because that's how that street will be once uh the residence is completed wow very cool feature that's uh you heard it here first so the the mercer street uh all of mercer or a portion of mercer is go- mercer is going the whole the whole mercer street is going to be cobblestone yeah. Wow. And so the the front facade of of the um, of the of the Nobu building is an existing heritage building. Like it's a it's a brick. It's got that rich kind of reddish brick uh, front to it. That's going to be maintained, I understand. Um, and then combine that with the cobblestone street. It's going to have a very kind of old world New Yorky almost kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that building originally years ago was the Pilkington Glass Factory, and it does maintain a heritage designation, so it'll be carefully kept as part of the external facade of the building. And as part of the development deal with the city, and, you know, developers are always giving money for parks, uh, development charges, so part of the deal that they created was just basically to make it a cobblestone street and more pedestrian friendly. So in the summer, we can expand basically the sidewalk areas, have cafes out in front. We can do a lot of stuff with it. So that's going to add to the allure of this project too. Yeah, it's going to be such a cool, intimate, kind of tucked away, right in the heart of the action kind of spot there with with uh, people coming and going from the hotel, the restaurant. You've got other restaurants and hotels and and bars and lounges in the area. It's going to be a really really cool spot. Mm-hmm. Um, where like where do you see the, the like the entertainment district has just changed so much in the last like you know five to ten years? Where do you sort of see this neighborhood? How do you see it evolving? Uh, not just Nobu, but the whole neighborhood. How do you how do you see this area evolving over the next say five six years? I think it's the preeminent area of the city. We know what the plans are going forward and how it's envisioned to be developed. When you look at the Mervish uh, partnership with Gary and the buildings that are going to be there, uh, which will be spectacular, the restaurant row to be basically repurposed and rebuilt. A couple other developers uh, on some other streets down there have projects in the works as well. So, I mean, from where it is right now, which is absolutely fantastic, it's only going to get better. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the energy there, I was, I was spending some time there today and just the energy on the street uh, around King and John is just phenomenal. Like it's, yeah, I mean, it's King West is really the New Yorkville in a lot of ways. Um, and it's certainly trending higher and higher and higher. Um Let's talk about the developer. So Nobu is the brand, but who's building the building and what can you tell us about them? 
Uh, well, the major, and there is a partnership arrangement here, so there's a, a lot of people in the background, but the the face of it and the development team is helmed by Madison. Uh, it used to be Madison Homes has now changed their name to Madison Group because they're so much more than just a home builder that they were, you know, 25 years ago. Uh, probably one of the larger development companies in the city with experience in not only home building, high-rise, low-rise, some great projects that we have out there with them, but they also understand the retail business. They have uh, office buildings, retail concepts uh, going. So they're very well-rounded, and if anyone was going to bring this project uh, to fruition and to execute it, these are the people to do it. So, And our relationship international goes back 25 years with Madison. I mean, for us, they were the very first client that International had. Uh, so it's been a long relationship, and it's a wonderful working with these uh, the folks there. Um, let's talk about the last, uh, most recent building that Madison just completed, which is also another two-tower development at Young and Eglinton, the Madison at Young and Eglinton. Um how did that building turn out, and what can buyers expect from a Madison building? Well, that's the great thing about the city now, you know, and buyers and investors are definitely much more savvy in doing your due diligence. Visit the project that they, you know, completed. I think the Madison on Eglinton is spectacular. It is a tremendous mix of residential with 706 suites in the building. Uh, people have closed and are in love with it. Uh, I think the, the the detail, the fit, the finish it lived up to everything that we had promised in pretty pictures and brochures. The retail in the building is spectacular. Loblaws, the LCBO, um, Orange Theory Fitness is in there as well. And there's another little surprise coming down the road uh, for that building to complete the, the retail. But it is just a wonderful. Place. Any hints? Any hints <laughs> on the surprise? <laughs> okay, I'll tell you, it's not an Obu. Right. It's not an Obu. Okay, okay, not an Obu. Okay, but there's something cool still yet to come at the Madison. Like you said, I mean, yeah, the retail has just been such a huge success. Um, whether you live in the building or not, the people in the neighborhood just love it because of the, like you said, the Loblaws and the LCBO are just phenomenal additions to the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, if you have a chance to talk to, to friends or residents there or even on the street, just what you've been experienced for customer service, uh, for how is your apartment delivered, I, you know, that you can go out and you know, I am just confident in what people are going to hear out there. And I love that because not every project and every developer out there takes no. the same pride that these guys do. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, it's great to, uh, and I've I've been hearing that from a lot of people as well. Just the feedback on the Madison has been fantastic. The quality, like you said, I mean, turning out as good or better than what was promised in the brochures and and with all the the pictures and everything. And that's that's what you, um, you know, that's what every investor and buyer wants, hopes that that will happen. Unfortunately, it doesn't always happen that way. But uh, no. it's uh, yeah, the Madison Group is. Uh, has done a great job with that one. Um, so looking forward to Nobu, which obviously will be on a on a whole nother level. Um, so let's talk about Nobu. Let's talk about the building. Um, what, I mean, it's early still. We obviously don't have the specifics yet, but um, what can buyers expect from, from the building, from a building perspective, from amenities perspective? 
um, you know, sweet mix? What, what can you share? It's definitely time to, to start sharing some information. I mean, we've been leaking out teasers. People have seen the renderings of the building. So, I mean, it is a twin tower concept sitting on top of the shared podium. Uh, there's almost 700 suites in the building. It's two 49-story towers. Uh, the Western Tower is actually where the hotel component is going to be uh, in here. And one of the things about this hotel, and especially from a luxury branded hotel, and we've got a lot of them in the city, great places, Four Seasons, Shangri-La, Ritz, uh, tremendous, but a little bit different. In those buildings, the hotel component is always at the bottom in the lower portions. Here, uh, it's at the top five floors of the West Tower, and it's only 36 rooms, so it is a exclusive boutique hotel that will be, you know, heavily sought after, larger than normal type hotel suites, and with spectacular views. Uh, it's in the best real estate in the entire building, so I think that will be, you know, just a calling card to people who are coming into town to be able to even get a room at Nobu. Uh, the residents, we've uh, done our homework, you know, that we work tirelessly on, on suite designs, making sure we get it right. Uh, we learn from, you know, agents like yourself that, and everybody, what do the clients want? What are the demands out there? And we've got a tremendous mix. Uh, there are some one-bedrooms, but it's a very small component there. One-bedroom in dens, great selection of two-bedrooms, livable two-bedrooms, uh, wide, shallow designs, as well as regular designs, glass space. Uh, we some three-bedroom product in there as well. So it's not just, you know, cookie-cutter investor-type product. There's something for everybody, whether you want to live there as your ultimate residence or if you're just looking for a crash pad downtown. Uh and, and just well-designed, no wasted space. Building also helped us do that in, in the way that it's, you know, it's a basic rectangle-type building uh, with a center core. So, you know, that helps us in the design process. But I'm thrilled with how the suites came out. The amenities uh, as well, like a spectacular gym, uh, a beautiful lobby to welcome people. There on the ninth level between the two towers, is going to be an outdoor amenity space as well, uh, to, to, you know, to enjoy in the city. So the amenity package is really, really special and people are going to enjoy it, whether uh, they're living there or if they're sharing it from a hotel perspective. And yeah, we also have a Nobu restaurant. There. Right. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, <laughs> the restaurant is pretty important. So, and it's, it's pretty spectacular. So tell us a little bit about the, the Nobu restaurant, which obviously will be, uh, a calling card for anybody in the city or anybody visiting the city. You got to go to the Nobu, and and so, yeah. What uh, what about the restaurant? So over, yeah, over fifteen thousand square feet. Uh, you know, an indoor space, uh, which is the problem part of the restaurant, as well as for the warmer weather, it does have some outdoor terrace uh, places as well. The restaurant's in its design stage right now, and uh, from everything that we've seen and looking at it. It is going to be spectacular as a place to be. Is there going to be other retail in the building as well? Or, okay, there's other retail, not just the restaurant. What other, re like, is is it store, street front retail or? Street front on Mercer, and uh, nothing there has been set in stone yet. So mm -hmm. we'll see the developer, once we get closer to having the building completed, we'll, we'll fill those spots. 
So the restaurant, I assume, fifteen thousand square feet is multi-level. Like, is it? Yes. It's over two two levels, three levels. It's over two levels. Over two levels, and it like ground and second, or second and third, or what? Do you know that yet? Or second and third levels? Look at the the renderings, uh, which you can actually see online, and that you you'll see where people are kind of sitting out on a, a terrace patio. That is uh, part of the restaurant. If that's the restaurant area, it'll be fronting on towards Mercer. Very nice, very nice. Um, so in terms of the fact that it's a hotel, restaurant, condo, um, for people purchasing the condos, is there, uh, you know, so it depends on the building, but like uh, are the amenities completely separate from the hotel and the condo? It's a common question. Another question people ask is about like, can you, you know, can you access uh, services? Like can you get room service or uh, things you know in your in your suite, things like that. Yeah, all that uh, is still in the works. But essentially, from what we know at this point, if you're in your room and you want to order from the restaurant, yeah, there'll be no issues with that. If you're looking for some uh, wagyu dumplings, my personal favorite from Nobu, and you want those ordered up, that can be done. Because it's only a 36 room hotel, the amenities are being shared. Uh, more so with the residents. So there is a reciprocal agreement that the hotel guests will be able to use it. But what that's done, it's increased the standard of the amenities that, that are actually going into this building because it is shared with the hotel. So the residents are really getting a major benefit from that. Wow. Spectacular. Um, anything else? Anything else that I didn't ask you about? And obviously details are, are going to be coming out and much more so in the weeks ahead. Uh, but is there anything else that I didn't ask you about it that I should ask you about the building that you can share now? Um, I think we've covered a lot. I mean, the the, the launch time frame and that date's going to be, uh, we're about to send out a skip the date uh, very shortly, but the end of May is when we're going to really unveil it to the world. And, then, uh, and, and I really mean the world. Uh, it, it's amazing when the first press release came out, it was picked up by almost 300 different news sources throughout you know, the world. And wow. that that's huge for a project in, in a place like Toronto. So I've never seen um, something catch on like that. Uh, I've got to say, you know, and I work on great projects with great developers, uh, but I've never had the level of interest uh, for any project that I've done like I've had for this one. Um We've covered a lot, so we know, you know, 249-story towers, a hotel, a restaurant, additional retail in the entertainment district, uh, one of the best zones in the city, uh, incredible suite layouts, incredible amenity packages, a fantastic development team, uh, bringing everything to town. It's, uh, it is exciting. The other things that, you know, we kind of didn't touch on, but it is such a global brand, and we knew that we wanted to do something special to to launch this so the developers uh, really put together a global team to do this so you know we talk about me running back and forth in new york we have a new york ad agency and you know toronto has such amazing talent here i think toronto does you know this type of business as well as anybody in the world does but we've gone outside to hire some outside talent uh so an ad company out of new york a rendering company is out of australia uh, the ones who are producing all the pictures. Uh, two amazing architects have been combined uh, to make sure that we get everything right. 
uh, an interior designer who's done projects all over the world. Uh, so it, it's truly a global brand and it's a global team that's going to bring it to Toronto. Very exciting. Anything, I guess the, the last question might be just uh, price. Anything you can tell us about what to expect from a pricing standpoint? Uh, you know, we've got our initial theories. I don't want to put it out there. It, it's, you know, it's the entertainment district. We've, we've watched what everything else has been selling for of late. Uh, I think the developers will be fair in what they're expecting and asking. But yeah, I mean, price at this point is really tough for me to pinpoint exactly where we're going to be. Uh, I'm looking forward though, you know, with, with yourself and, and a group of, uh, Realtors that we're about to take away next week. So, uh, you know, we've got a very special mobile experience for you guys coming up. So to help you sell this as well and really understand what we're doing. Yeah, that's right. Uh, looking forward to that. You're, we're going to be, I'm going to be joining you and a few others, uh, a few other top agents in Las Vegas to get the full Nobu experience. And I know you're bringing some other agents to, uh, New York City for, for a similar experience in New York. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be going to be great to uh, to connect and to get ready and excited to uh, to work on this project. Looking forward to it very much, Elliot. Thank you so much for your time today, and um, looking forward to working on uh, this one again with you. Um, until we uh, until we speak again, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. Always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.